0: Well, my good friend Jordy Alter, who um, certainly has a role in uh, in the beginnings of my career, which we're not going to get into now, but I always like acknowledging that. He is with us live via telephone. Jordy Alter is the head of the uh, Amutah, the organization that takes care of baseball in Beit Shemesh, Israel. He's also vice president of the Israel Baseball Association. You can imagine how good of a mood he's in these days. Jordy Alter, welcome back to JM in the AM.
1: It's wonderful to be with you. And regards from uh, Seoul, Korea.
0: <laughs> Purim in
1: Korea, huh? Is it Purim in Purim, Korea? No, in Japan. No, Pur- Purim will be in Japan, <laughs> God willing. you S Hashem. But uh, we just we just broke fast a little while ago, and uh, had quite a uh, quite a wonderful day today.
0: I can only imagine. And uh, for those of you wondering, Purim night for us it'll be Purim night for us. Purim day for Jordy and Company will be the next game uh 10 p.m. eastern time saturday night will be when uh, team israel goes up again in the uh, world baseball classic competition. So so israel, team israel as we remember from brooklyn, new york a few months ago, uh, gets the final spot to qualify for the world baseball classic, ends up with a pool with at least 2 if not 3 teams that are remar- that are how do i put it? Very much uh, that are much better than they are. Let's
1: put it that way. Very, very competitive. Very competitive, and uh, you know, long history with of, of fantastic teams in international competitions. Correct. And, uh, the Netherlands team was full of major league baseball players.
0: Right, and a lot, and these teams take this very, very seriously as this team is real. And you go ahead, I don't know what you guys were expecting. I don't know what you considered to be you know, a, a, an accomplishment, whether it be one victory or hanging in tough each game. I don't know what people were discussing beforehand. but here you are, 3 and0, the only qualifying team to ever go 3-0 in the first round, and you're moving on to round number two. I mean, this, can, can you walk us through this? Can you tell us how incredible this was game after game after game?
1: Absolutely, would love to. Well, first of all, the team which is which was put together uh, partially in, in the Brooklyn tournament a few months ago, we added some players. And uh, in Arizona, about a week before this tournament, players came together. About twenty out of the twenty uh, man roster, and there was definitely some electricity. There's a lot of there's a lot of experience on this team. Um, Ike Davis, Jason Marquis, Sam Fold, uh, guys who have long uh, successful MLB careers. We have a lot of young players. Uh, in addition to some older players um, who are who have had some major league experience but are mostly minor league minor league careers, and they somehow blended really well together. In January, we brought ten of them over on a trip to Israel, and it was the most amazing amazing experience for them and for us. Uh, the kids came out uh, to Baptist Village to see them put on an ex- exhibition. We had a groundbreaking in Beit Shemesh for our future uh, baseball field. Uh, they went to Yad Vashem obviously to the hotel and they had such an incredible experience and that experience with them 10 together really started to form this team. And and then a week before they played together in Arizona and they started this tournament this week against the Korean team which uh, we expected to have a tremendous challenge from and we uh, fought out an extra inning game. We won 2-1. We left about 15 men on base, had (laughs) multiple opportunities. And it was an incredible defensive defensive play that kept us in there. Great pitching, and we won an extra innings, two-one. It was it was incredible turning point for us. Um, the second game we played against uh, Chinese Taipei, formerly known as Taiwan, and they have a you know, long uh, long career of you know great teams. Sure. Especially in this particular tournament, they've actually advanced to the finals, um, you know, or to the final four previously, and we we slaughtered them in that game. We won by uh, fifteen to seven. And then today against the Netherlands, uh, the team the Netherlands b- brought here was you know filled with uh, major league players, Bogarts and Simmons and, uh, and Didi Gregorius. Uh, they have very, very weak pitching, so we really thought that we had a chance against them. But the pitching actually performed well, but our pitching was better, and we held on for a 4-2 victory today. It was really quite incredible.
0: You have, you have a team, Israel, has a pitcher that actually started two of the three games, am I right?
1: That's correct. Well, Jason Marquis, of course, who, who, who has seven years of Major League experience. Right. Um, Jason's been, you know, ha- didn't pitch last year. I think he's actually hoping to get back onto a Major League roster this year. But if not, he's got a great career in coaching and scouting. He's a he's, he's brilliant, brilliant uh, baseball mind. I've been I've been fortunate enough this week to hang around the dugout during the games and, you know, listening to the players, you know, converse during the games, which is just like, as I sit to my friends, it's like a fantasy camp, um, mm-hmm. and you just hear the insight that you just, you know, you don't get from watching on TV, obviously. You know, you hear the commentators, but, you, you know, these guys are living in every single pitch, and it's incredible. And a guy like Jason Marquis who just, just pitches – brilliantly he just he, he doesn't have the same physical skill that he may have had 10 15 years ago but he just outsmarts the opponent unbelievable and, uh, that was very very evident jo-
0: jordy alter with us from korea where tana Esther has just ended um world baseball classic israel is three and oh so uh, i mean you could imagine and i am sure you've gotten enough uh, you know uh, enough of a communication from this side of the world that you don't even have to imagine it. you could feel it uh, the way the jewish community of the united states is reacting to team israel's run so far in the world baseball classic i mean <laughs> we have not stopped talking about it and you can imagine the pride that we're taking and you know just hoping and praying that we're going to be able to see them continue to win more and more games what reaction are you getting from israel both from the the anglo community and uh, from the general israeli community are you feeling that they that they they get how big this is and what kind of what kind of uh, you know mark this is leaving on the baseball world
1: Yes, um, absolutely. It's very interesting, because from the Israeli perspective, baseball really was not much, you know, outside of the Anglo community, really didn't exist. But we've gotten news requests from every single network, multiple requests almost every day now. Um, you know, all the newspapers and um, all the TV shows, radio shows, have, you know, been calling for interviews, and uh, the attention has been has been incredible. And this is really exactly what we were hoping for. And, you know, if we, we, we actually hoped that we would get show in so that we'd be able to move on. We did better than that. But the hope was to be able to move on to, so that we could spread the word because we really need to grow the sport in Israel. We need to be able to build facilities, and this is exactly what we needed. You know, we, you know, I particularly the reason why I'm involved in this and why you know, I've been involved in this since I made Aliyah almost 12 years ago is because I see with my kids who came when they were older to Israel, the ability to play a sport that they were good at, something that they were comfortable with, Made their connection, made their klita into Israeli society much stronger. Wow. And I, th- I feel as you know, somebody who's been coaching baseball in Israel also for twelve years, I see these kids who come, you know, when they're older. And baseball gives them a structure, gives them something that they're good at. You know, when it's very, very difficult to make aliyah when you're, you know, 5, 6, 8, 12, 13, you come and you're good at a sport and something that you can look forward to, something that's familiar, it's really, really important. And this type of spreading the word out to the country and, you know, to the states also, hopefully we'll get some support to help build our complex in Beichemesh, this is what we're looking for. That's our ultimate goal.
0: Jordy Alter, Vice President of the Israel Baseball Association, he's with us from Korea. Do we know who the first game in the second round is going to be against?
1: Well, so the, the second round is going on still right now in, in, in Tokyo, actually. The, the, um, the potential opponents are Japan, Cuba, Australia, China, Uh, We assume that Japan will certainly make it in as the number one seed, which we assume that one of will either be facing China or um, China or not Australia. Yeah, China or Australia in that first game. That would be, or actually Cuba, I'm sorry, China or Cuba in that first game on Sunday. Um, That's almost certain. Then we would play the Netherlands again on Monday. That's for sure, because they're also advancing as the number two. And then, Probably Japan on Wednesday. Those would be our three opponents, Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday.
0: Sunday's game is before Megillah or after Megillah?
1: Uh, <laughs> for you guys, it will be after, let say, Shabbat, Megillah. So it will be at 10 p.m., uh say Shabbat. Um, for us, it's 12 o'clock midday. So right. It will be uh, after... Daytime
0: yeah, I meant for you guys. I was just kidding around. All right, so yeah. so that there you have it. So that that's the that's going to be the next time that Israel takes the field. Uh, I mean, what are they doing during the downtime? Is there a lot of game film? Is there a lot of scouting? Are they paying very careful attention to the three teams that they potentially could play?
1: It's incredible how much time professional players spend at the ballpark. You know, it's 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 incredible. They go prior to a game. We're, we're at the field half hours before. They do everything at the field. Just, you know, they will eat, they'll eat multiple times. They'll go out and they'll practice, they come back and eat again. They have game meetings. They have, you know, str- you know, they everything is there at the park. And a full game, you know, they're there for seven or eight hours. So that and then traveling back and forth, and it's a full day. When you have a game, it's a, really it's a full day. We have some time to, to see the sights as well, but uh, but mostly it's focused on the game.
0: Jordy, did any fans from the United States and or Israel join you guys in Korea?
1: We had had quite a large contingent of fans on the first game against uh, South Korea. Some of them were the local um, embassy people from, you know, the Israeli embassy people, even some of the Korean embassy people who the Israeli embassy people have befriended came as our guests. Um, But we had many fans. Uh, A lot of the the parents of the players, which is interesting, these are professional players. Um, many of them are you know, playing single-A, double-A, triple-A in the, in the majors, but many of their parents are here, actually, because they felt so important wow. that in this tournament to them that they were here. Uh, more than half the players' parents or spouses were here. Um, my, my wife and kids were here as well. Uh, we had some crazy fans that came from Israel as well. We had uh, crazy, I say that with love and affection, but it was amazing to see... You know, you know, a bunch of people with Israeli flags in the in the crowd. It was really quite, uh, quite moving.
0: Yeah, I think there's somebody on social media who calls himself the biggest fan of Team Israel from America who's uh, been joining you, I believe so. So. That's Zach, Zach Reb. Everybody knows Zach Reb. That's it. That's Zach exactly. All right. Yeah, uh, we wish yeah. you the best of luck. I mean, by the way, I can't I can't end this conversation yeah. without acknowledging just what we saw in Brooklyn is exactly what's happening in Korea and Japan, and, and what I mean by that is that when the players are introduced and the anthems are played, they are wearing kipote un, under their their baseball caps, which I think is one of the most incredible incredible kiddush Hashem's out there.
1: Hashem. Agreed, and also, of course, I'm sure the mention on the bench has gotten lots of play this weekend, <laughs> I imagine back in the states as well. Oh, yes. It has to be my Talis. Uh, my tolerance is on the bench on the bench this week, so I have the pleasure of sharing that, you know, with the uh, with the audience as well. <laughs> if, if I can, if I can, enough, I just would like to you know, point out to your audience if anybody would like to help us in Israel with with developing a complex of Beit Shemesh, they can contact me at jordialter Alter forty nine at gmail.com, Julie Alter 49 at gmail.com. And anybody has any suggestions or would like to just get some feedback, you know, anything that they want, would like to know, please reach out to me. We really appreciate the help.
0: All right, jordyalter49 A-L-T-E-R at gmail.com. Everybody can be in touch with Jordy, and uh, certainly the help is, uh, is is certainly welcome. And in addition to anything Thank you me. can add in terms of uh, helping out Team Israel, He'll be more than happy to speak to you about that as well, uh, Jordy. Great thanks. speaking to you. Enjoy Korea. Simchat Purim thanks. to you and the entire team. Uh, Let them know that there are a thanks. lot of there are a lot of people, a lot of people in this country who are staying up late at night and waking up early in the morning, including a lot of people in Israel as well who are waking up early in the morning to see the games, to follow them, and to root Team Israel on. That's awesome,
1: That's awesome Nachum. Thank you so much. And perm have to you and the entire audience and. Uh, some
0: calm today and thank you so much for having me a pleasure to there he is jordy alter he's with the team <laughs> vice president of the israel baseball association yeah they take off their caps for the national anthem and they're a kipot on the head of each player it, it is pretty amazing i wish other um other jewish athletes would 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 understand how much of an impact that makes really amazing Anyway, next game for us, meaning meaning Eastern time zone, the next game is uh, Purim night, Saturday night at 10 p.m. That game is being played in Japan at 12 noon on Sunday. Happy Purim, everybody, from Team Israel. Pretty unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I wonder if anybody's going to be dressing up as a Team Israel player on Sunday. That would be a good costume for Purim. Yeah. With all the Team Israel pride that's out there now, there may be some Team Israel jerseys on display this coming Purim.